I want to take a long walk with Jesus Let him shine his light on you I want to take a long, long walk with Jesus Let him shine his loving light on me Network presents Pete Wilcox having coffee with the king. Hey, folks, I'm your friend. Uh, your, I hope I'm your friend. Psychic me and Angelo. And I got a, a friend to introduce to you. His name's Pete Wilcox. He is America's TV Elvis. He's a dashing young man at just a, a ripe old age of <clears throat> and then some. But, uh, Peter, how are you tonight? <laughs> I'm listening to you. I'm fine. Or he always calls me a young man, which I find delightful. I'm about 10 years older than he is. That's cool. But that's quite all right. If I'm a young man to you, I'm happy about that. I'm young in spirit, and I'm, absolutely. I'll am i thank the Lord for that. But absolutely. I'm having a good time tonight. Um, oh, and so let's just have a good time. Um, so Thanksgiving. Um, sure, everybody's picked out this Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope that was a, the uh, the reason for Thanksgiving wasn't lost on people. But uh, so, what did you and uh, and your lovely Miss Linda do this week? Uh, this past week. Well, we had a, a lovely Thanksgiving dinner. She, in through the years, has been a grandmother and the host to at least twelve people or more on Thanksgiving. And this year, it was just Linda and myself, which was delightful for us. We are so happy in the life that we have. I mean, we're kind of a 24-7 couple. We really are. Mm -hmm. And we just bought uh, some turkey, a turkey breast, some um, sweet potatoes, and uh, marshmallows with that brown sugar, of course. Oh, yeah. Stuff, stuffing, cranberry sauce. And, oh, she made this wonderful kind of uh, broccoli chicken thing that was yummy. And, and my favorite dessert that she makes is kind of like... Um, uh, a cherry crisp is you buy the a uh, couple of cans of stuff that you make cherry pie with and then she makes takes cake and somehow uh, or the bake you know the stuff you make a cake with cake mix mm -hmm. and that becomes kind of like the frosting for this crisp it's just oh gotcha yeah yeah it's a real fun homemade cherry wonder and uh, my wife makes the same thing with blueberries she calls it dump cake Okay. Blueberry dump cake, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I would love that crispy too. Crispy on the top, yeah. It's a, it's it's a, it's a delicious dessert. Yeah. It's a, uh, not so much if you're a diabetic like myself, but I'm gonna eat it anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean once once in a while we're gonna go there. Once in a while we're gonna go there. Yeah. I have to really watch myself, but and I, I I was well behaved on Thanksgiving, and the world will be uh, happy to know that. Um, I did not indulge like I normally would. I had a very modest piece of uh, dessert. Hang on just a second. Sweetheart, can you take that in the bedroom? Wait a minute. Linda. It's beautiful here. Huh? Take that to the bedroom, please. Oh, you're on there. Okay. My wife is having a podcast of her own in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, quite, so I just, you know. quite all right. Yeah, she's well, that's why I did Thanksgiving. I enjoyed my family. I was gonna say, tell me about family. What'd you have? Um, I had uh, 
the in-laws, I had the outlaws, I had the, the wife, um, the daughter, and my mother-in-law, her boyfriend, my parents were here, driving me crazy as usual. Um, who else was here, honey? Dawn and your sister? Hey, oh, yeah. Oh, no, my daughter wasn't here. Oh, no, that's right. Well, I felt like she was here. Yeah, she, my daughter went to California for Thanksgiving. Um, first time she'd ever been out of, really, like, out of the state. Yeah, uh, yeah she and her girlfriend went to California to visit her family. And um, just, you know, just drooling, looking at the beach, people on the beach in yeah. November, swimming. It's like, ugh. Well, you're you gonna have, make me. You're gonna make me cry over Jersey, here. Too. Boy, do you have beach where you live? I do, but you don't want to go there in November. No, I know, but I mean, do you live kind of near the beach? I live 45 minutes from the beach right now. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, we might move uh, sometime in this year to. Uh, a, a yeah, they were in Southern California, Pete, around um, Santa Ana. Okay. Um. Up around there, uh, gorgeous, beautiful beach. It's uh, not like a beach you would see here on the East Coast because they've got beaches with mountains next to them. Yeah. Which is you know, something I only saw in a film. But when my daughter sent pictures back of this beautiful, rocky beach, it was just absolutely gorgeous. Well, I'm glad she had and, a great time. Yeah, but um, no, but we had a we had a modest Thanksgiving. A lot of food, a lot of food. Uh, not as much as we normally would. Fortunately, we kind of scaled back this year, yeah. but there was still quite a bit. And uh, and of course, family. You know, mother and father, and uh, mother in law, and and her boyfriend, and uh, my wife and sister in law. We were just all here, just having a grand old time. That's good. So that's what we did. Stayed out yeah. of trouble. Well, what was kind of fun is you decided to he let me know today that we're going to wing uh, Christmas as it begins, and that and and that's fun. I mean, what's so fun is like you're almost waiting in the wings with Christmas decoration for Thanksgiving table to be cleared, and now here we go. Exactly. It's, it's it's funny. Exactly. It's a combination of, of course, the uh, material world can't wait for Christmas, uh, and at the same time, I must say, I've always delighted in the spirit that you find, I'm, and I'm going to say, in the malls. I love walking down the sure. mall, looking at the joy on everybody's face. It's a combination of what am I going to get, and yeah. what can I get for somebody else. Exactly, sure. Yeah, and that's a, it's a delightful, happy time. It's, it's like it really is cliche to say this, but it's true. It's the one time of the year where everybody is just a little kinder, a little nicer, goes out of their way just a little bit more than they normally would. There's something really magical about Christmas. Yes, yes. There's just something really magical about it. It's, it as you say. A lot of joy and happiness on people's faces, and um, you don't find that any really any other time of the year, other than right after, right around Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, of course, um, 
with the exception, of course, of Black Friday, which is always, you know, a cluster depending on where you, <laughs> where you yeah, live. That's, that's an insane time. That's yeah. Maybe maybe you know how we we kind of jump up. They jump up, um, kind of celebrating Christmas ads start appearing now, just slightly after Halloween. They start breaking. So you know, start yeah. getting deals on phones. Maybe maybe next year it would be great if maybe next year we could start that just after the Fourth of July. Well, wait a minute. I got one for you. I'm not even making this up. There's a store here in New Jersey called Big Lot. They had Christmas displays out on September the 1st. Wow. September. Okay. Hear what I'm saying. September 1. Right. They had Christmas displays up. Are you saying big lots? Big lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have that. That's all over. Okay. Yeah. They had their Christmas displays up September the 1st. Unbelievable. Even before Labor Day. Wow. And that's unheard of. But, yeah, I thought we would talk a little bit about the magic of Christmas and what, what it is about Christmas, Pete, that makes people just a little nicer, a little kinder. Why people go out of their way just a little bit more at this time of the year. It is, the, as I said, magical. But what is that magic? Let's, let's you and I dissect a little bit um, what it is that, that people are really feeling. So if you want to take a shot at that, go for it. Sure. I'll, you know, I'll go, you go, we'll do it together. I think that it really is connected to the wonderful feeling that you get of giving, doing something for someone else in an uncontrived way. You just suddenly decide to help somebody and, and it might be somebody you see in the street and, Without being asked to, you give them something, maybe $5 or take them or just do them a kindness. And sure. you, you almost wonder, wow, uh, later on, you see, I kind of feel good about that. And Christmas might be a time when we can stick that feeling under the microscope and really get get a handle on it. It, it is a giving um, in a... Uh, just the express the give unto others as you would have them do unto you. Well, not give unto others, that's do unto others. Right. But giving, trying to help outside yourself. Jesus called about the, the Good Samaritan, talked about what he had done. Mm -hmm. And you do, you feel better giving. And maybe that's a reminder of what was given to us on this day. We sure. were given God Himself. Instead of wondering and thinking and and really being in the dark, he was loving enough to send us his son. And I'm sure that it's all interrelated. We are given just a sliver. We get to feel a sliver of what he did. Nobody could give us more than he did. And right. it's contagious. It's contag goodness is contagious. Kindness is contagious. And this is the day that we are all prompted as a world, as a people, as a mm -hmm. world, uh, even those who don't celebrate Christmas in a Christian fashion, sure. just give. Even, I'm going to say, let's call it the magic of Santa Claus. It's, it's that giving, and what a wonderful opportunity we have to kind of plug in, you know, and then 
we can all kind of nurture each other. And I will say friends like you and I and people that are trying to devote a part of their life to mm -hmm. some form of a ministry can kind of say, keep it going, guys. Keep it rolling here. Come on here. Let's, 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 yeah. keep, that spirit, let's keep that spirit rolling. It would be fun for us to... It'd be fun for us to recall this meeting that we're having today, maybe in March. Sure. In March, we'll call Absolutely. it back up. Why not? Absolutely. You know, I'd yeah, like to see. Uh, I'd like to see uh, more and more people embrace the idea of doing something just because they want to. Yes. yes. That doesn't happen nearly enough. No, you know, you know um, what I mean, just doing something good just because you want to, rather out, of, rather than being you know out of obligation. See, here's the thing: Christmas time is a beautiful and wonderful time, but a lot of people, and I find this to be true, and maybe you do, I don't know, um, but a lot of people at Christmas time do things out of obligation because they feel they have to. I like to see people do something just because they want to. Well, I, I, I do too. And you know what's funny is it can start. It's okay if it starts with you have to. Um, parents kind of teach their children. I'm like when they begin learning to live with a pet. Pet the right. baby. Love the kitty. Pet him. That's it. See how nice. And then you have to kind of teach the child how to love the pet. Sure. But, it, but then they get it on their own. So maybe the sure, obligation of Christmas with that that almost like baby Christian, but we'll take it to that that immature spirit in someone right. helping them. How do you know what it feels like to give something? Give it. So like and we'll you'll know. Give it and you'll know. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that maybe that might be a real good way to start. It's, it's like the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first footstep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It surely does. You know, I um, I thought a little bit about, you know, the, this Christmas. My wife and I, we give each other all year long. So Christmas time is an interesting time because I got married on Christmas Eve. Oh, good for you. So, yeah, well, <laughs> thank you. Um, it was, And we we look back and we often regret getting married on Christmas Eve. Because we never get a chance to go anywhere for our anniversary. No, no, no. But <laughs> we really do. But still, it's a lovely day. You can almost celebrate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The opposite year, six months from now. You know what I mean? That could sure. be what you. Uh, uh, but yeah, but that's what. Anniversary know, our Christmas year. is. It's funny because our Christmas is like literally all year long. We, we do for each other all year, we yeah. buy each other little gifts all year long. And then at Christmas time, we watch other people enjoy. Sure. And so it's our, you know, our particular thing is we like to watch our daughter enjoy opening up her you know, gifts. Sure. And it's because she's getting older now and the gifts are becoming more expensive. But that's okay. That's okay. As long as the Lord provides it, we'll give it. Yeah. You know? So. If uh, I get something. Matter of fact, I, I'm going to say about. uh hmm, about two or three weeks ago, I got a pair of camouflage uh, pajamas. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I wear the pants like, like sweatpants, but when I got them, I said to Linda, this is my Christmas present. Thanks. 
and I used to do that with my mom with my memorabilia. Every time I would get something, I'd say, this is Christmas from you, Mom. Thanks so much for this Mickey Mantle glove or this baseball card or right. something. So sure. I, I kind of um, celebrate the thought of Christmas every time I get something. Oh, uh, beautiful. Yeah, it'd probably be, be fun. I should really drop it on her, too. I'd say, here's your Christmas early, you know. But like, I, I like the idea of that giving all year long, but also to recall Christmas. Uh, you know what's funny that that uh, it's funny that it, it's a it's a Latino um, application, but Mas Christmas, more Christ, mm -hmm. Christmas. You know, absolutely. It's, it's cool that that's. Uh, part of the Christmas celebration, too. Well, it's funny. I actually saw somebody break down the word Christmas. And uh, and it's interesting. There's um, there's a couple of words in Christmas, Christ and Mass. You can you can read that two ways. As you can, as you said, the word Mass means more. Uh, and it's it's a Spanish word for uh, for more. But it also indicates the first literal mass of christ christmas his birthday that was the first celebration really because and i want people to to remember something christ was not born in december we celebrate his birth in december but he was more historically born in april so just keep that in mind and understand what part of the world he was born all right so understand that Right, I, you know, it would be funny just maybe like in a history lesson, and I don't have it uh, in, my, in my memory calling, and you may or may not. I think what's rather ironic is he was kind of bundled into a pagan religion. With, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Which doesn't surprise me, but I'm going to laugh and say, I don't really care. Long as long as he gets celebrated, that's, that's good. I, but sure. I know, I know it was... Not uh, in 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 a December. Yeah, it's so funny how that how the ancient world um, affected so much of what we believe in our celebration. Sure, absolutely. Well, you know, things become traditional based on what other people have done, and we follow suit. Um, it would have been highly unlikely that Christ would have been born in the middle of December in Jerusalem. Um, because in the middle of December in Jerusalem, it's, it's fairly, uh, temperate or really all year long, pretty much. Um, he was born, uh, historically in Bethlehem. Well, if you look at where Bethlehem is located, they do have a bit of a seasonal change from time to time. And so. Uh, it's not out of the question to think that it might have been a little chilly at night, um, but uh, by no means was uh, do I believe he was, you know, bundled up in like five layers of of clothing. Um, particularly if you believe the story of the of the manger uh, and animals being there to to keep them warm and and nestle in the hay and. Uh, and all that goes with that. And, uh, you know, we believe that because we've read it. We believe it to be true. If the Bible says it, it's got to be real. And so uh, 
you know, but a lot of people put their twist on it. Um, regardless of what you believe Christmas is or when it started or the one thing that's that's irrefutable, Christ is at the center of it. And so let's be real clear about it. So I want everybody out there to understand that uh, if you celebrate Christmas, you're celebrating the birth of Christ. Now, it's interesting, Pete, because I know atheists who celebrate Christmas. They don't believe in God, but they celebrate Christmas. Well, now, isn't right. they're taking the opportunity to celebrate the, the uh, expression of giving. They, they enjoy that. It, it's almost like they're being tricked into goodness. They're being, okay, well, for <laughs> one day, an, at least they're giving to your I got to back you up on that one. Hold on there, my brother. I got to back you up on that one. Being tricked into goodness. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, let's explore that. You know, God has a funny way of doing things, you know. And even to the atheists that they may not realize but uh, even the atheist at Christmas time gets a little kinder, a little gentler. Sure, they do. That's that wonderful gift of giving. Um, you know what is funny? It's like for one day, they get to enjoy what it's like to be godlike. Um, because he's the one who invented giving. He's the one who invented everything. He invented life. But you're right, and it's almost it's almost like an angel or their consciousness or the Holy Spirit. Could almost wink at them and say, hey, you, you like that, didn't you? Pretty good. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I got more in store for you if you feel like it. And that's kind of what, kind of what I hope that you and I do is we lure that that yeah. that that person into just try try our way a bit and see if you don't like it. And suddenly, oh, this feels good. I like doing that. And of course you do, because that's what the God's way. God's way of giving, and slowly well, but surely, we're able to tell them about the gospel. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, um, as a living testimony to that, you know, it's, it's no secret I do a, a number of podcasts. One of them is a professional wrestling podcast, and, uh, and often on my Facebook page, I put my wrestling podcast links up. And I put our links up, the having coffee with the king. And uh, you may find this strange when I find it. I'm laughing about it because I think it's, it's God's doing what he's supposed to do. Um, a quite a number of professional wrestlers have started following our show. From my Facebook page. Yeah, uh, quite a few of them, as a matter of fact. And, uh, and it's interesting that I think, you know, in one particular case, I'm, I know the man's name, but I'm not going to say it, but this particular gentleman, uh, who was having some issues, personal problems, um, I think he may have gotten an answer to some of his problems from one of our shows. Oh, how wonderful. And I'm, I'm going to let, you know, God take the glory and the credit for that and you, Thank him for allowing us to be the vehicle by which a message was given. But um, so let me ask you, Pete, what do you traditionally do at Christmas time? How does how does Pete Wilcox, America's TV Elvis, spend Christmas? Uh, probably like 
the rest of most of America. Uh, I have traditionally been sharing my time or life with someone and it'll be all about all about them. Um, I have a wonderful son and it's, it's a it's a moment where all barriers break down and we get a chance to uh, unabashedly, I hope that's the right word, share our love for each other. I was very blessed in, in my life to have uh, had a partner who had two children and whenever children are involved, it's it's always about them getting them the oh, job yeah. they want or the bike they want or whatever. But it's uh, Christmas to me has always been about whoever I was celebrating my life with. This day kind of was uh, the most special. But I mean, you know what's funny? I often have to think about my mom because. Uh, I went away on my own in my very early 20s, or right out of high school, right into the army, out of the army, right into my adventure in music and show business. Right. And so mm -hmm. I wasn't, I didn't go home. I didn't go back to see mom and dad. And then when I was 30, in my 30s, 31, my mom came to live with me. So from 31 to 70, yeah. those 40 years, I lived with my mother. Beautiful. Yeah, it was such a joy, and Christmas, whether I was with somebody or not with somebody, that's been in and out of my life. I was always with her, and it, it was funny. It's like it was pecan pie, pumpkin pie, and one year we cooked a turkey together, but it, it's always about trying to make whoever I'm spending my life with, yeah. trying to make that, that day as loving as possible very childlike i guess right but it's been a it's been a celebration i've known that this is a day to celebrate life even just breath just sure, being absolutely. here and being with whoever i am with yeah that's how beautiful about how about you um i celebrate christmas with family the most important gift that uh, that I have is my family, my wife, my parents, my daughter, um, my dog, the dog's family too. Oh, absolutely! And uh, and uh, and I love having a lot of people around. Um, we tried. I, I tried once, <laughs> only once, to have a quiet Christmas. It didn't work out so well. I ended up with a house full that day too. <laughs> well. I, I like a lot of people at Christmas time. It's all it's always been will always be for me will always be uh, about family and uh, and how how family again that that time of year and family forgets all the fights that happened the rest of the year. They forget all the uh, the name calling and uh, all the walkouts from arguments and and they just. They just love, and yeah. that's what they do. They just love. Something is, is coming to me about uh, Christmas that would be fun. My wife is grandma to three children, mother to two boys, and Christmas for her has always been about cooking. Uh, this should ring a bell for you, cooking, lasagna in particular. 
Oh, I'm my and, own, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, please, Mom, make some extra so we can take it home. <laughs> and this will be her first Christmas. No, second. Second, second Christmas uh, without family surrounding her. What yeah. might be fun, might be fun because we got a couple of weeks before Christmas. Yeah. Let's bring the wives in. Let's bring the oh, wives in. Oh, I would love to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll be really fun to, to get their take on it as well. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because. Oh, I'm, I'm, I sign up for that one, brother. <laughs> yeah, it'd be I'm really charming to that. hear what the, the lovely women in our life um, who grace our life. My life without my wife would be like living in an empty cave. Um, I could get through it somehow, but I, I don't know that I would want to. Um, I hear you. Waking up and looking at another adventure and another condition to try to make better with my wife, Linda, is the joy of my life now. Absolutely. You know, I thought about as you're as you're talking about this lasagna, which sounds wonderful, by the way. It is. Uh, I'm reminded of, uh, of course, Christmas for me is family, but it's also about enjoying. There's some. There's something, particularly if you're Italian, or from the Northern European area, as my family is. There's something magical and spiritual almost about. The reverence of food at Christmas. Um, I'm reminded of the Last Supper mm -hmm. that Christ had with his apostles. And, and, and every Christmas should be celebrated like that. With that joy and that camaraderie and that reverence and that attention to detail. You know, there are Christmases, and I look back on the past, and my sister is a great example. You know, I have two sisters. I have one here, and I have one in heaven. And uh, and she's only been gone for a few years now. And, uh, and it's still very fresh. But the one thing that I remember is food. She would bring tons of food. To Christmas parties. And that's Christmas in my world. There's sure. a reverence and a spirituality. It's almost like a spiritual occasion to celebrate with food. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I started as you were talking, it's funny. You know, I'm sure it, just you be, it, be, it becomes like communion. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I'm thinking the, the tree part of Christmas is for the kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the meal is for the adults. No question about it. This is holding hands, the prayer, the meal. And and uh, I grew up in an Italian neighborhood. It's like that, that grace that let's not forget why we are here. Let's not forget Christmas. Exactly. And, and you're very right about times when families will let silly issues fall away. And uh, and there's something wholesome about eating together. And you, the Last Supper is a wonderful example. How did he celebrate his his last moments with his with his with his boys? Yeah, we have a meal. We have a meal. We'll break bread together. Matter yeah. of fact, do this in remembrance of me. Exactly. 
you know, we've talked about having communion on a daily basis, which will really bless yeah. your lives for those of you that, you know, well, well, once a month we do it at church. Oh, my goodness. Do it more than that. Enjoy it every day with your family. Oh, my goodness. That's such a. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's praying together, but it's celebrating together. It's celebrating the memory and the, the mission. Oh, my goodness. Having a communion in your family will bless you beyond belief. I, I no doubt about it, and I'll tell you what, and I've told the story on the show before, but I saw a, the most beautiful sight with 5,000 people accepting communion from 500 loaves of bread and probably as many cups of grapefruit juice or grape juice, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but there was a lot of grape juice flowing that day. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, and I remember that. I, that's the one thing, Pete, that I remember with great clarity and great detail is that amazing communion that I saw happen in Tennessee, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And that was just, it just even today sends little chills down my spine. Sure. It's uh, it was just beautiful. And that's what Christmas is. It's a, it's a communion with God. It's a communion with family. It's a time that everything becomes good again. We can, we make amends. We forget the rest of the year. Forget all the fights, the family squabbles, the arguments. Forget, you know, the person that you cussed out six months ago. All is forgiven now. It's the time to start over. Sure. Start fresh. You have the opportunity to begin anew. And people don't realize they have that opportunity more often than just Christmas. I got news for you. Right. It's a great under a great reminder. It's a great. Uh, yeah, it's a great reminder. I would think that the, traditionally maybe that would be how the church would try to come back in. You know, because a lot of churches that'll be the celebration that brings them in Christmas, Christmas yeah. and Easter. Your churches are going to be full, and that's when the pastor is going to say. Don't wait till Easter. Come back and see yeah, me. Exactly. Come back next Sunday. And uh, Christmas is an opportunity to do that, to re renew your expression of Christ, to express, I mean, to renew that celebration. Yeah. Right. Would, exactly. And, and you know, it's funny, I'll never forget uh, on a Tonight Show, uh, Christmas Eve, traditionally, Johnny Carson had had Johnny Matheson. Yes. And I remember one year, Johnny just kind of leaned back to the chair and said, Merry, happy birthday, Jesus. You know, that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah, that was very cool. But yeah. it, it's a wonderful opportunity to... And if you knew anything about Johnny Carson, that was a, that was a, a real moment because Johnny, and I, I hate to, to, to blow, you know, any, people's perceptions, but Johnny Carson was a kind of a mean-spirited guy. He wasn't a real nice guy. Um, and that's, and I hate to say that, but it's the truth. He wasn't a real nice guy. He was nice to his, you know, his circle of friends, but that was it. Uh, he didn't have a lot of friends, didn't have a, a lot of people that he liked. But when he had those genuine, real human moments, they were magic. Yeah. 
Um, that I remember that. That was a real moment. Another real moment for Johnny was uh, when he said goodbye and left the Tonight Show. That was a real moment. That was genuine. When that happens, there's somebody, you know, greater than you touching your heart to humble you a bit. And we all need that. And we and trust me, my friends, we all get that. I get it. Pete Wilcox gets it. It's happened to all of us at some point in our life. And uh, and God has a way of making you humble. And he has a way of making you listen. And he also has a way of hugging you and making everything better. Isn't that right, Pete? Um, yes. And uh, to, to bring it back into the day of Christmas, mm-hmm. that might be his favorite day to do that. Um, because yeah, followed whether, my lead, whether it's, brother, whether I it's it. the right chronicle, right chronological. Yeah, I'm trying saying that with a, a a mouth in, you know, with a bridge <laughs> in. But there is, it's not important if it's the right day. It's the day set aside for that celebration. And God says, if you're going to bring that love into your heart, you can count on me being there. That's probably the difference. Yeah, And the magic of Christmas is he senses and feels mankind reaching in and trying to ex- express and share giving. And he, I can hear almost hear God laugh and say, oh, you want to play that game? Let me show you how, play, how you play that one. Exactly. And he steps in. He sends the Holy Spirit even yeah. into places that it doesn't usually go. The Holy Spirit can go anywhere at any time. Oh, but yes, sir. Somebody once said the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He won't invade your life. But if you give him an opportunity, you may find him standing next to you. And that could be, I'm going to, in my heart, I'm feeling that is one of the things that happens at Christmas. The Holy Spirit shows up everywhere. And whether you want to or not, exactly. it's available to you and it's working with you. Exactly. And, and my brother, I'm going to tell you, God has a way of directing our conversation. You you went right where I wanted you to go. And that brings us back to this. Because um, we're going to make this kind of a, a shorter episode. Shorter than we normally do. But uh, we've got a lot coming up we're going to talk about. Um, Christmas time is going to be very special this year. I think, you know, and I can feel it in my bones. I think that uh, that the Lord has a lot planned for his people, uh, those that call themselves Christians and God-fearing people, I think that, uh, that God has a lot planned for us. It's not going to be business as usual. I think God's people are on the move, and they are taking their stance, and they are sh- they're standing shoulder to shoulder, uh, and they are forming a, a barrier against evil, against Satan, and this Christmas is going to mark the uh, the the etching of a new kind of a Christian, a new kind of Christian, a new kind of warrior for Jesus, a more vigilant warrior for Jesus. And I think you're going to find that uh, as time goes on, uh, the Christian faith and those who call themselves God-fearing people 
are going to take their stand and their rise up their arms and fight the good fight on behalf of Jesus. And, uh, and he will be proclaimed the king once again. You know, and I think we can all say that, you know, Jesus is the king, but on this level, on this world, there are a lot of other kings that are taking Jesus' place. Uh, money is, uh, is a big factor in that. You know, money is king to some people. Money is God to some people. Uh, understand something, folks. There's only one God, and he doesn't go in your pocket. only belongs in your heart. And if you need him to show up, he'll be there at Christmas time for you. That's where he's going to show up. He's going to show up at Christmas. I assure you that. He does every year. He does every day if you take the time to listen. But I know you're going to listen at Christmas. So um, Pete Wilcox and I are just going to kind of, you know, lay our uh, our wisdom on you, our antidotes, and, uh, and, and take it for what it's worth. I think that... Um, I, I probably said all I can say at this point. I just uh, understand it's going to be a different kind of Christmas. I really feel that. Well, I certainly hope so. I hope that the people um, that do love the Lord and do love and uh, love their God will take a time to express it, and it's not always in verbally, but rather yes. in your behavior, in your treatment to the people around you, your job. Uh, and we're, we're encouraged to do everything that you do yep. uh, in love and uh, to show honor to your your God and and help people want what you have. Boy, that guy certainly has a good life. I He certainly seems to be happy. I wonder why. And the answer being because I'm trying to live the way God... You know, it's funny. I have, I'm, I'm having... Um, a little issue of wanting to say Father and God at the same time. Um, but I'm wanting to live my life the way my Father wants me to. And, and, and not so that I get a present, but just because I love him so much and I appreciate who and what he is, that I want to be a good child. I want to, you had this yeah. in mind for me, please help me do it your way. Because I get tempted to do these other things, and I know that it's not your way. Please give me strength. I know I can rebuke the devil. I know I know that mm -hmm. academically, yeah. but sometimes I have to pray for strength to do that, but always with, thank you for being there. Thank you for giving me this life. Oh, boy, it's going back to thank you for Jesus. Oh, my goodness. The yeah. teachings and the love that he shared with us, and, and, and that, of course, to take us back, Mas Christ, more Jesus. More, more, more of him in our lives, and this is a day to go back to the to the pitcher and get some more in your cup. Let me have some more Jesus. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and and not in a pious, uh, holier than thou, because that's that's not it. It's it's like as right. we stand shoulder to shoulder as people of God, our hands are extended out and saying, "Won't you join us? Please come and be in the family." And, exactly. And, yeah, and uh, I think there's. I hope that there's more of that this year. That we as Christians can live our lives so that people will want what we have, and that we are quick to share that, and not not always by 
um, ranting and raving, but by mm-hmm. example, by loving the example. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I hope. Very, that very that's- well put, my friend. Very well put. Very well put. I like that. I like I like what we said tonight. I well, think we laid some wisdom on people. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. And it's like we always say, boy, if we ever have anything for you, it's not something that we have for you. It's something the Holy Spirit uses Angela and I to share his thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah, the Holy Spirit doesn't have a podcast, but yeah, he does. He's he's certainly got ours, you know, but I mean, uh, he uses stock and barrel, brother. Absolutely. He uses us to tap people on the shoulder and to, uh, just reach our hand out, just to, re- oh, yeah, just reaching your hand out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, as, um, you know, Jesus is just a call away. It's as simple as saying, and it's not, it's not elaborate. And if you want Jesus into your heart, it's as simple as saying, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name and ask your forgiveness. I accept your son into my heart, forgive my sins, wash them clean with the blood of the lamb, and make me whole again. It's that simple. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's it. It took a whole 30 seconds, Pete. And you can change your life with 30 seconds. What I think is our loving challenge is to make them want to say that. Absolutely. You can you can say that and maybe not know why you're saying that. And maybe if you say it enough, you'll get it. But if we can share who he is in us and the joy that he's allowed us to almost get by osmosis, almost yeah. get by letting go because in the beginning you know you want that you want to know it's funny what really brought me around from a world of rock and roll um was watching some of the wonderful young preachers on television Mm -hmm. and being really impressed with their dynamic and their lust and their power and they didn't talk about god like a thing they talked to him about about him as a loving identity that they were so proud and happy to be representing and i felt like wow i kind of want what they have you know and that's the beginning of it that's the beginning of it and that wonderful sinner's prayer as it is called that you were kind enough to share it's so it's it's more important so much rather than you just say that Sure. But you believe it in your heart and you want to say that. Absolutely. What do I have to do to join that club? What do I have to do to be one of those people, to be one of God's people? Sure. It begins with knowing that he wants you and you saying, I want it too. And that's the key piece that doesn't do it. Right there. That's almost a sinner's prayer there. I know that you want me and I want to be there. And, that, and the thing that, is, because that's what you have to say to to join the club. I pledge allegiance to the flag. But right, right. yes, I want to be with you. 
I well, want and, to be and it's important, it's imperative that people understand. Pete Wilcox and Angelo DiCipio saying the, the sinner's prayer for you does nothing for you. You have to do it because you want to. Yes. We can lead you there, but that has to be your decision right. to take that up. It's a small prayer. It's a simple prayer. It's less than 30 seconds, but it'll change your life if you want it to. It won't do anything for you if Pete or I force it upon you. And we will never force anything upon you. The thing about God, the Father, and Jesus, the Son, they're the same. They're the same love. They're the same spirit. They're the same energy. They're the same heart of compassion. They're you. You just got to get you back. You hear what I'm saying to you, people? You got to get you back. It's that simple. Well, Pete, we have come to another another ending of another fabulous show. And um, so what is uh, what's on the agenda for next week? What do you think we should do next week? Well, you've opened a very charming door by talking about Christmas. What might be fun and rather scholastical I'll, I'll have to spend a little time might be let's go back and maybe look at the stage that was set that brought him in uh about uh, john the baptist coming in and how the cousin of mary perfect uh, was given that child and maybe even what it must have been like for mary to have this heavenly messenger deliver to her that message yeah. Maybe we could just talk about setting the stage, and then, of course, we have the opportunity to go off again like we always do. We can go always. off on Christmas again, but it might yes. be fun to pay a little homage, just a moment of what it was like right then and there, that little family about to happen. I like that. I th I'm, I'm down for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... um yeah, and let's lay the foundation for, for why we do what we do. Yeah. And why we're here. That's perfect. Beautiful, my friend. I'm going to well, tell you my brother. Something, yeah. something really special to me kind of came in because the sinner's prayer is quite um, an issue with me. I uh, am working on, as, as you are working on several things, so am I. And one of them is... Uh, a project that I'm almost going to call God 101, that, uh, that would be an easy notebook to give to a teenager or younger people and sure. kind of ball it up. But what we want, and I didn't really, it never quite came on me quite like it did today, is sometimes uh, the sinner's prayer word for word for word upsets me and that I think sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, it could put somebody off. It sure off. can. And I don't want anybody put off. I want them to, what does this mean? And it, it really came on me. It's, I love you, Father. I love this creation. I love, right. I love your work. I love what you've done. Thank you for giving me the breath of life. I want to be yours. Right. 
Wow. So in other words, we're not something for... being as simple as that. That doesn't this, and I believe this, and this, and that, and this, and right. if you don't say this, and if you don't do that, wait a minute. Stand before the Father. I want to be yours. Well, the part of the, the gospel that comes with us is I sent my son to do that exactly. Exactly. I say, yes, you did. And Jesus told us the same thing. Yeah. All his words take us to that point again. Father, I am yours. Jesus, Lord Simple. of your life, what was he? He was the words and the mind of God personified. Beautiful. It's that exp that feeling of, I want to belong to the Father. Absolutely. Absolutely. That Beautiful. will make want to say the sinner's it, prayer, if you will. It's funny. Pete and I come here every week, and we say, oh, we'll do about 30 minutes, you know, maybe 30, 35 minutes, um, and we'll leave people with a good message. We, we have yet. We have yet to do 30 minutes. <laughs> we've never done. Yeah. We've never done 30 minutes. <laughs> Excuse me. We, we, do, we do anywhere from an hour to an hour and 10 minutes every week. Whether You realize that, that that's what we do every week? Yeah. About an hour? I think what happens, and we're very blessed that it does, is we come together as friends and brothers, and um, we begin sharing. And when we get close to that fire... It's very warm, and we get comfortable, and we just kind of like to keep it going. You know what's funny? It's kind of like Christmas. We're talking about how could we keep yeah. the spirit of Christmas go going, and when you and I come together, um, we kind of stumble through and are led through our love of God mm -hmm. and the fact that he has blessed us with this opportunity to serve him in this manner. That's, that is absolutely beautiful and simple that we can come and serve him like this yeah and and we're not doing and look you and i pete we're we're not setting the world on fire and we're, we're not, not raising our voices and we're not shouting to the heavens but what we do is simple it's effective and it's completely led by spirit and we just happen to be the mouths that god is using and he's using two of the best mouths in the business. I got news well, for I, you. <laughs> I, I hope. I, I hope that. Well, I know that he helps us reach people, and that's what we want to do. Reach absolutely. Share, and be happy. Absolutely. Share some joy with you. Have some fun. And let oh, by, absolutely. And as you would, let the spirit of Christmas enter you, Heavenly Father. We come to you in the name of Jesus, and ask that your spirit and your your season of joy enters our brothers and sisters that listen to us that they can begin this holiday season right now. Right now, get into the spirit of this. Absolutely. And, uh, look, right now. Jesus' name, amen. Beautiful. Well, I'll tell you what, Pete, until I see you again next Tuesday, you take care, be safe, go out there and, uh, and knock them crazy like you always do, and... Give my best to the family, and we will get these wives in front of this camera before too long. Oh, yeah, that'll be wonderful. That'll be a real fun show. Absolutely. Right. If I have to tie Anita and bring her here, I'll do God bless you. <laughs> no, you will. That'll be really fun. It'll be fun to share some time with her. 
Any any more Christmas artwork coming out of her? Absolutely. Yes, sir. That's yep, something I'm going to I want to get a picture. I'm going to take a picture of that wonderful manger that I have, and I'll send that to you. And then you are very good at displaying stuff. Uh, you you have the, I don't have that knowledge yet. I'll pull that out of you one time this year. But I want you to see the manger because it's so beautiful. Beautiful, absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you she could take a photo of that manger and have it pixelized and she can do them little beads on it. Well, she kind of did her own already. You know what I mean? I, yeah. That, that I, I won't, I'm, not, I'm saying that's not necessary. I like what she already did. I just yeah. want to share mine back with you, if you will. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I am Angelo DeCipio for Pete Wilcox having coffee with the King. We will see you next time, next Tuesday at 7. And raise your glass, everyone, as we have Coffee with the King. Take care. Bye-bye.